<clears throat> All right, guys. So I was actually, uh, before we get into it, I was actually recording the most recent episode, which I guess, uh, which I guess would be episode four. <clears throat> According to the episode history, it would be episode four. Um, oh fuck! I'm gonna do it again. Let's, so let's let's basically okay. Sorry. <laughs> so what happened was I was recording the episode and somebody called me and I lost the entire episode. So right now. We're going to go through, we're going to put my phone on Do Not Disturb, which it, which, which it is. Um, okay, we, we are going to allow calls from no one when it is on Do Not Disturb. Uh, and let's just see. All right, let's just see. We, we got it all set up on Do Not Disturb right now, so... Hopefully we do not lose this episode. Um, so I, I was going to, um, I left off talking about my experience or I was going to start talking about my experience at iRobot. Um, and uh, I just ate, I just ate some Chipotle, got myself a sofritas bowl. So uh, uh, I'm going to be having, it's, it's sort of spicy, so I, I'm going to be drinking out of this water, so if, if every now and then you hear a pause, it's probably because I have heartburn from eating some spicy uh, Chipotle, so uh, just giving you guys a, a heads up, but this is uh, completely unstructured, I want this to be as natural as possible, where I just talk, and um, we have no intro music here at the at the Kyle Mosher podcast, we have no outro music, we have no fancy cutaways, we are... We are bootstrapping, little buzzword. We are just going in this completely raw. I like that structure. It's comfortable. It's where I'm comfortable. Uh, maybe when I get big, and I'm and I have a Ferrari, we'll have some fancy cutaway music. We'll have some fancy stars out here on the podcast. We'll have a a cool little intro with a jingle. But uh, for right now, we have a man. We have his phone. We have some ambient noise in the background. We have some Chipotle burps, and uh, we're going to get right to it. So, I, uh, I robot. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm at iRobot. It's like the first. Uh, it's like the first real design job I have. I'm there for like six months. I'm doing like a bunch of stuff, but mostly like package design for their new. They're rolling out like the new Roomba, their new uh, whatever their gutter cleaning thing is. And uh, I'm working under this dude Scott, and uh, there's there's only a few of us few of us in the in the actual design part, and uh, you know I I think I'm doing well. I'm getting along with everybody. Um, there's like the web design team. They're they're like there's probably like six or seven of the web design team. So there's a bunch of them, and they're rolling out a brand new website. So they're like super busy, and every now and then they'll like need some front end content from from the designers. So. You know, we're going back and forth, and I, and I feel good, and, and it's a contract gig, but it's like contract for the intent of being full-time, so, um, you know, uh, Scott and I kind of, who's like the guy I'm working under, we kind of hit it off, and um, we're, we hit it off with like music and art, and you know, he's like super impressed with the art that I do, and I tell him that I do art on the, like on the side, and I want it to like eventually be a full-time gig, so, you know, I kind of like open up to this guy and um and this part of the story is just uh, you know, it's it's just a little weird and I'm I'm apprehensive about sharing it because um I don't um 
because you know it certainly has a happy ending for sure but i but i but i don't like uh i don't want to like not hurt anyone's feelings because that's not what's going to happen but i i like i'm just uh really apprehensive about sharing some intimate personal details about how i feel about people especially in the public domain um i'm not one to really censor myself i'm super real and honest about everything but i also uh, uh it's just something that i'm getting used to uh I mean, off record, I'll talk about anything, no hold bar, but so I just have to kind of package this and deliver this in a way that's appropriate. And it certainly does have a happy ending, um, but it's something that, you know, so I, I developed this relationship with Scott, who's sort of like my superior, and we kind of hit it, you know, we certainly hit it off and everything's going great. And, uh, you know, it, the six months or eight months or whatever, I think it, I think it was supposed to be six months and it ended up being like closer to, to a year that I have this design gig under contract and and uh, I'm rock and rolling there, man. I feel like I'm doing well. And uh, financially, certainly, it's like the best gig I've ever had. And uh, like I'm starting to get caught up on my bills. And like, you know, all while I'm, I'm, I'm being able to inject capital into my art business. And I'm rock and rolling on that. And like simultaneously doing the streetwear thing in Boston and driving back and forth. And um, it's probably like a 30 minute drive from like where I was like where I was living and where I was working is super close. So that was amazing. I only had like maybe a five minute commute. So like all the pieces started to seem like they were coming together. And uh, the job, so it comes up for the uh, the job, <clears throat> comes up for the interview. And, and Scott sort of like leads me into, he's like, hey man, you should show your art to Tim uh, in the interview. And, I, and like, it was weird because at the time I was like, man, that's kind of a weird thing to lead with an interview for iRobot where I'm trying to show off like, my dis- my design skills and things that I have done with iRobot. Um, so he kind of per- Scott kind of persuades me into showing me or showing Tim sort of a bunch of the art that I was doing. So I lead with that in the interview, and I and I come out and I'm passionate. I'm talking about the art, and I I'm sort I'm really good at uh, like reading social cues and vibes and just like the vibe of like a crowd or the vibe of people when I'm having conversations and I just felt like a disconnect between Tim and I and I was like man like uh you know maybe I shouldn't have led with the art and I I felt I was like man Scott told me to go with the art anyway so like I quickly like segue into more of the design stuff and at that point like it's sort of already a weird dynamic with this interview and I was like oh and I think I remember him telling me like why are you showing me your art I don't know I don't remember exactly how it went but it did not go well I was not feeling good about the interview and I felt sort of misguided by Scott I felt like you know I was purposely swayed into it something that I I I naturally wouldn't have done um and you know I didn't get the job uh fast forward you know I it was offered to somebody else and um I felt wronged I felt I, I, I had a lot of anger and um you know I have a chip on my shoulder for sure, um, and 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 I try to channel that into positive things. Um, it's okay to have a chip on your shoulder, but you know, definitely don't be spiteful or vindictive. And I try to take my own advice at that. But you know, I'm just somebody who's generally been passed over, looked over. I'm no, I'm really nothing special uh, on 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 the surface. So I've always had to really prove myself and work hard. So I so I use that chip. So I felt wronged by Scott. I felt like this person who I had developed this relationship with wasn't on my corner and they ended up hiring somebody else who was outside of iRobot who had no previous experience with iRobot and I had been there for like 10 months so I really felt like I was wronged and you know I had a lot of anger from that and I used that 
sort of anger and I tried to be positive and channel into something positive um, moving forward. But I had gotten another design job that was contract and, and you know, things started to deteriorate again financially for me. Um, you know, I was all the while still trying to do the, the, the design stuff. And um, at this point, we're looking probably around 2014, 2015, um, probably 2013, maybe actually. And I, and, and I, you know, I finally land another design gig. Um, and same sort of thing. I get in there, it was designing, uh, it was designing products for Apple specifically being like a liaison between big fashion brands like, uh, Kate Spade and Jack Spade taking their product designs and putting them onto cases, uh, phone, sorry, phone accessories like, like cases or like, uh, like iPad cases and various accessories with the with the license of the these fashion brands, and I'd gone there and you know again I felt like I headed off of people and I and I and I was you know I was certainly I've always been a little bit of an outlier because I am very entrepreneurial and I have this fire that burns inside me to do more, and specifically with like driving sales or taking a product and marketing it and that wasn't part of my those weren't part of my job description when I was at this company who which which will remain nameless but I was there and you know the people were young and I you know I was sort of uh I I definitely felt like an out like an outlier for sure but I feel like all of the stuff that I was trying to bring to the table was positive like I was trying to be you know, it wasn't like I was, I got, I was, first of all, I was always the first one there. I was always early. You know, I would stay late if, if we needed to stay late. I never complained about that stuff, but a part of me wanted to do more. I wanted to open a side of the business that focused on streetwear. It's a billion dollar business. It was up and coming and we were only working with fashion brands. So for me, it was like, how do we, I want to be the streetwear guy. I want to be the guy who's working directly with streetwear brands. I want to bring in all the streetwear brands. I want to take their products and I want to put it on phone cases. And I want us to be the, the, the company that does it. And nobody would listen to me. And I felt, and I was sort of on my soap soapbox, like talking about like, guys, this is a billion dollar business. Again, we're talking the very early inception of Karma Loop and stuff when that started to blow up. And I was like, why are you guys not listening to me? And there was sort of a disconnect there. And I always try to be respectful about it, but you know, there's a little bit of Kanye inside of me where I'm like, guys, we need to fucking listen. Like, and sometimes you have to make that push to get people to listen. And unfortunately, um, you know, it, it, it didn't work out. And I was fired from this very, very surprisingly fired from this company. It took me completely by shock. And at this point, you know, um, you know, I was really hurt by that. I felt like everyone was mad at me. I felt really wronged. I felt like people thought, that I was trying to be disrespectful and I wasn't at all. I was trying to drive sales and drive business and open a whole new end of this, which I had a vision for, which, you know, you know, I take my wins, you know, I'll compliment myself on, on the wins when they happen. And this was a win and, and they should have, they, they missed a tremendous mark. They missed a tremendous opportunity um, at not embracing the streetwear side of things because it's now a billion dollar industry. I mean, there's a lot of streetwear brands um, and, uh, they just fucked up and, uh, and, and that's on them and they fired me and it is what it is. Everything happens for a reason. Um, and, uh, you know, so this is, this is like where I make a big change in my life and I don't have this job. And, um, you know, I, I, f I feel like throughout, uh, just some, some things to take away from this and, and, uh, I'm really trying to cover this as like quick 
and condensed as possible. Again, the whole point of this is to give you guys an insight on who I am and what I've done. And then eventually, you know, we can take this podcast into specifics, like the specific details of the jobs I've had and bring some people on and we'll talk to some people and, and we'll get really into the, the dirty, uh, the deep down and dirty of, uh, of things. But um, so I guess the to condense it all, it's like I start losing you know, throughout all this, I'm losing friends, you know, I'm really having to sacrifice friends and family. Um, I don't see my family very often. And I already don't have a good relationship with them. And I'm sort of a black sheep. So that's going on. And friend, people think I'm crazy. My friends think I'm crazy. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm focused. I'm so hyper focused on the end goal of building the Kyle Mosier brand and, and, and trying to be this entrepreneur and try to do some just anything that's exciting to me. It really, it's always been what is the most exciting? What is what is going to just get me up in the morning? And it always revolves around these creative projects and, and driving sales and creating products that are unique and special and in the realm of music and fashion and culture. So, uh, you know, when you're when you're hyper focused on something, you you really you have to sacrifice a lot. And 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 so this was a sort of another dark time in my life where financially I'm basically fucked and I have like two more paychecks I got from this company and before all the money was gone that I had and uh, trying to trying to build capital for the Kyle Mosier brand, trying to drive business, always feeling like an outlier, never never feeling like I ever fit into a company. Every time I went to a company, I never fit in. I was always fired. And it was never, it, the, the irony is it was never because of bad attitude. It was never because of work ethic. It just never fit in because I just felt naturally like I had this fire burning inside of me to do bigger and better things and um, not not better as in better than them but like how do I better this position how do I if I'm with this company how do I you know better what we're doing how do like I just had that natural inclination and and when you're an entrepreneur and you're working for a company that has set goals and set ways of doing things you're just naturally going to be an outlier so don't let ever don't let that you know, don't let your failures, if you feel like an outlier at your company, you know, if you feel like an outlier in the workplace, you're probably not meant to be there. And um, a lot of these getting a lot of these lessons that I've learned about getting fired, being let go, people telling me that I didn't fit into the culture of, of a workplace, like, they've all been the the biggest blessings, you know, and I think I don't know if I quoted Kanye last time, but everything I'm not made me everything I am. So um that was uh yeah that was my time you know going through iRobot going through a couple other design companies that was really like a two to three year gig and then we're we're at like 2013 I think and uh big big changes happening and I'm up you know I, I'm really faced with I had outgrown New England it just didn't have what I needed it was a it was it's a blue collar area it's very hard to make it if you're sort of like this at the time, you know, it was very hard to make it as a sort of creative and entrepreneur. I never felt like I connected with the people. The people that I did connect with were few and far between. And I needed to change. And, and um, at this point, um, you know, I uh, basically decided to go to, I was supposed to go to New York City, live with my with my best, one of my best friends, Brady Watt, professional musician, full-time producer, bass player, been on, I think we've talked about him a little bit, but been on a bunch of legendary albums, um, Currency, uh, Joey Badass, Talib Kweli, he's currently signed to DJ Premier's label, so this dude is just killing it, and I was going to live with him in New York City and sort of establish that whole life, 
and I was really ready for that change. And there were some things that happened out of my control um, with my physical health, just with I needed a surgery, just from a hockey injury that this was reoccurring. So really long story short, I end up in Charlotte, North Carolina. And um, that's 2014, I believe, because I've been here for four years now, almost five years now. So 2013, 2014, I end up in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I think that's where I'm just going to kind of, I'm going to kind of end things there, Um, you know, and uh, there's, there's, I realize there's like a four or five year gap of um, things that I've done since then. Basically, uh, I moved to Charlotte and I haven't looked back. I've been a full-time working artist for the past almost five years now. Um, Really, the Kyle Mosher brand really started to take off. I was really um, utilizing Instagram as a platform. I built a tremendous, you know, uh, tremendous, but also humble, like following around 13,000 people on on Instagram um, through the Kyle Mosher art brand. It's where I really honed my skills as an artist, developed um, relationships, had private collectors, murals, really dug into licensing, which is something I haven't even touched on in this podcast was the importance of or the the journey I had with licensing my art and the and the positive and negatives with that. And um I'm gonna leave like the story of, of me I'm gonna let it end there. And uh I, I think what I'm gonna do, like I said, this is really raw and I want this to be as really organic and natural as possible. Um, to just open it up and to start talking more specifically about certain things. So th- I think moving forward, I'm going to try to target as much as I can with my with my ADD that I have specific things to talk about in these episodes. Like I may, you know, for example, talk about licensing and spend an entire episode talking about my journey with licensing, and then talk about uh, private collectors and how I you did how I sort of utilized private collectors and you know, limited edition and open edition licensing and uh, murals and uh, creative revenue streams and and how I built, how from the get-go, the Kyle Mosier brand was the number one thing that I wanted to, making the artist and the, the, making the artist the person and the person the artist and all of the work and everything in between as cohesive as possible. And, um, and I don't know, I think I'm just gonna, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave it there. So, um, I want, you know, if anyone hears this or if we start, if I start getting, you know, listeners and just start, reach out to me, email me, ask me specific questions. Um, ask me about licensing, ask me about anything you want that I've talked about so far, or maybe anything that I haven't talked about. Um, hit me up in my email. My email is me, M E at Kyle com. So me, M E at K Y L E M O S H E R.com shoot me an email or respond. I think there's a thing on Anchor where you can leave voice messages for people where you listen to their podcast. Respond, let me know. Um, you know, if you got my phone number some for some creepy way, hit me up on my phone number. If you got it, I'm not going to give it up publicly. If you go to my website, there's a contact form. I don't know. Just reach out. Ask me questions. Um, I think this is a, this is a cool way for me um, to get my thoughts and my feelings out about things, um, really tell my story. I haven't had a platform to really tell my story. If you Google me, you can kind of find snippets of my story, but I like to have it. I want to have it archived and, and on the record about how I feel about things. I'm, I'm a very polarizing person. Usually you either love me or you hate me. Um, I definitely there's there's people who think I come across as arrogant, uh, as outspoken. I have a Kanye side, uh, but I definitely have a very humble side. I've been humbled way too many times by the world uh, 
to really to carry any sort of ego, to carry any sort of arrogance. I'm confident when I'm confident about things, and I'm the first to tell you when I'm not confident, first to tell you about my shortcomings and my failures. Um, so that's, that's, that's a little bit about me and my journey, and uh, as condensed as possible, I tried to keep, I tried to be as focused as possible. Sometimes I have crazy ADD and I'm all over the place. So thank you for bearing with me. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll keep this moving. We'll keep this forward, uh, moving forward. And, uh, I'll try to get some interesting guests on here. I got some amazing people in my life that are doing some amazing things. We'll get them on there. We'll get their thoughts on things. Um, so that is uh that is a wrap for the intro on, on who I am and and how what I've done and and where I've become uh really condensed and um hopefully more uh more some more quality content moving forward. Uh thanks guys. Again, you can check me out kylemosher.com on Instagram t h e k y l e m o s h e r. That's the Kyle Mosher. I am a um full-time working artists if you said i was an entrepreneur or if you do say i'm an entrepreneur you would not be wrong if you say i'm an artist you would not be wrong if you say i'm a creative you would not be wrong um you know i do a lot of different things but it's always under the umbrella of first and foremost of being an artist um so thanks for uh tuning in guys and uh i'll see you guys on the next one